to JMI Wealth, Andrew Callagher. Morning, Andrew. Yeah, good morning, Mike. We'll start with the global dairy trade auction. Price is pretty steady. Yeah, couldn't get any flatter than that, could you, in terms of an outcome? This is the Global Dairy uh, Trade Price Index. It moved 0.00% overnight. So you needed a nice little unique combination of movements and all the underlying components to produce that outcome. Uh, the major inputs to the movement are the whole milk powder and skill milk powder prices, and they offset each other quite nicely, really. A skill milk powder up 0.5% and whole milk powder down 0.4%. I'll tell you what, though, Mike, if you were chasing butter milk powder last night, that would have been a bit painful for you because that was up 9.7%. A um, little bit of context here, though, uh, on this outcome. China demand, very important here, as it, it's, as it is across sort of many of our export categories. In the last few weeks, we've seen this general prevalence in the markets of what I call a risk-off theme. You know, we're starting to see people get a little bit nervous. Um, so you start to look for evidence of that in, in commodity prices. Are we going to see commodity price weakness? The good news is we're not seeing it yet in these dairy or, or agri products. And so at the moment, in terms of this outcome, it's supportive of a continuation of the strong farm gate milk price. That's good for farmers, Mike. That's good for the rural community. And ultimately, economically, that's good for all of us. So good outcome. Uh, the quarterly survey of business opinion, Andrew, key takeaways? Yeah, key takeaway. So this is the release of the, this is the New Zealand Institute of Economic Research quarterly survey of business opinion. So third quarter. Now we get lots and lots of what I call high frequency data, monthly reads on consumer and business confidence. The QSBO, as we call it, is, um, is, it's one of the biggies really. It is, it does get a lot of attention uh, in terms of, in terms of our readings on business outlook. So remember the comparisons for this are the previous comparisons for the June quarter. And right at the headline, general business confidence dipped down to minus 8.4. That was higher in the third quarter. So yes, it's lower, but you do have to acknowledge that at minus 0.8, it's actually higher than it was in early 2020. So before COVID came along and changed our lives, trading activity plus 29.3, that was slightly lower in the June quarter, plus 26.5. That tells us that trading activity is robust prior to the current outbreak. So we were going pretty well. Trading activity forward-looking for the next three months, plus 9.3 versus plus 27.1 back in June. So it fell away. Not surprising. I think most respondents returned these survey results either just before or just after going to the August lockdown. So there would have been considerable uncertainty for business for the future. But key takeaways, other key takeaways, Mike, capacity constraints are severe. I'm talking severe. Now, readings on the difficulty of finding labour, they're through the roof. 42% of firms expect to increase their headcounts, that's high, and a very high proportion of firms are pointing to labour and material shortage limiting their turnover, so they can't do the business they thought they were doing. Lack of demand just simply not a factor, a measure that low has been for decades. One very strange aspect of the survey, the quarter saw a material fall in the share of firms reporting higher costs and prices. That's really at odds with all the other surveys. It suggests inflation concerns should moderate. I'm sceptical of that. Yeah, which of course brings us to the Reserve Bank and it's OCR day. Do we have liftoff? Yeah, we do. Um, I expect the OCR to go up by 0.25%, so it goes up to half percent despite lockdown. That's because the central bank, I think, will choose to start the journey back to more normal monetary policy settings, inflation and employment. They're back, they're, they're back where the RBNZ mandate requires them to be. Uh, look, the COVID outbreak, what it has done is introduce some uncertainty very quickly, Mike. Professional markets are pricing in 
three hikes by next February and the OCR getting to one and a half by the end of next year. There's a risk that the RBNZ plays the let's see how the impact of the COVID outbreak develops mm. card. If they do that and they think it could deliver a demand shock to the economy, then they might pull back on the speed of those increases. The professional markets might pull that back. I think that's a little bit unlikely. Okay. The numbers, Andrew. Markets are looking a bit more positive this morning. Dow Jones 34,430, up 426 points, one and a quarter percent. The S&P 500 4358, uh, up 1.3%, and the Nasdaq 114,475, up one and a half percent. Overnight, FTSE 100 up 667077. Uh, the Nikkei fell 622 points. 27,822, that's over 2% decline. Shanghai Composite, 3568, still not trading. Uh, the Aussies yesterday lost 30 points, 7258 on the ASX 200. And we lost 137 points in the NZX50, down 1%, 13,199. That'll bounce back today. Currencies, 0.6966 against the US, 0.9552 Aussie, 0.6003 Euro, 0.5107 pounds, 77.64 yen. 1,759 bucks is the gold price, and oil keeps going up. $82.81. <laughs> you might want that EV, Mike. You might want oh, that EV. Blimey. Hey? <laughs> I'm not so sure about these zero emission zones, Andrew. Scary stuff. <laughs> go on, hey, go have on, a good bye. day. Bye. Hey? <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Gallagher from jmiwealth.co.nz.